Hello, everybody. Welcome back to What the Hell is Happening in Temecula. I am one of your hosts, Dallas, joined with Jeff Pack from One Temecula Valley Pack. If you can tell by the size in our voices when we <laughs> introduce ourselves in the podcast. Yeah. Last night was a doozy on a couple of fronts. Uh, and since we haven't really led with it in a long time, or even really talked about it in a long time, we've obviously been consumed with school board issues, which we will get to. But I uh, wanted to kind of recap what's going on in the city council chambers. Um, some kind of important and big, not kind of important and big stuff happened last last night. Uh, I And I think some things that I wasn't really expecting to happen, uh, but is nonetheless very good for the city and very good for the cause of level-headed politics in our city. Uh, so Jeff, uh, walk us through kind of what happened last night at the city council meeting. And, uh, and then I'd love to talk a little bit more about how I feel about it. <laughs> well, there's a couple of issues that happened last night. Um, one of them that is significant for 2024 um, is that Jessica Alexander was not uh, voted by the rest of the board to become uh, mayor pro tem, which is fairly standard um, that most of the city council members at one point in time during their their uh, their time on the board will will serve as mayor. Um, Zach Schwank had to wait, I think, five years to get his, um, and he served this year, and this is the end of his term. Um, and so last night they had a vote as to who would serve as the um, city council, the city council president, the mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, who would be the mayor pro tem for 2024, um, who would be the Temecula Community Services Department president and vice president. So uh, what ended up happening was um, Mayor Stu Stewart or Mayor Stu Stewart is going to move from the mayor pro tem role into the mayor role again. And Brendan Kalfas um, is going to be the mayor pro tem sort of leapfrogging um, Jessica in that role. And uh, so that's significant in that it shows uh, the rest of the council as sort of a uh, a vote of no confidence toward Jessica leading the city going forward. Um, And I think that's something that we have talked a lot about um, as an organization over the last four years, three years, um, about how, you know, a Jessica Alexander mayorship role would be just pretty much a circus sideshow um, and do nothing, anything positive for the city of Temecula. So that was, I think, a good thing for, for Temecula that we won't be subjected to that in 2025. Um, yeah. And then she her did, she was appointed to the role of Temecula Community Services Department Vice President. So um, typically if you go on the chain of command of this as it, it's supposed to go, it will go Stu and then Brendan and then Zach again and then possibly Jessica four years from now. Um, but of course, we as an organization are working uh, to replace Jessica in 2024. Um, we feel as though she's done an abhorrent job um, in her role as a city council member and her views and her personal beliefs do not reflect those of her constituents in her area nor the city as a whole and have done nothing but damage the credibility of this city uh, and our community. Yeah. I mean, if you've been paying attention to, to Mechula politics at all, then Jessica Alexander should not be new to you. She's been featured on several late night programs as a punchline to <laughs> several jokes. Um, and she's been featured on many news programs for her comparisons to, uh, you know, wearing masks to being Rosa Parks um, and then doubling down on those comments, she's also done. Um, uh, she's also held up a, a, a doll of a baby to illustrate abortion. Uh, she's, right. I mean, she is like you said. It's been a carnival. It's been a sideshow. You know, she is more interested in getting headlines any way she can than doing any actual governing, any actual work for the city. You know, she alone is similar to what we've been dealing with with other members of the 412 church, which she is, you know, they, they do more things that are a mess. They, the cause messes that will end up costing the city money. Uh, if it goes through, you know, she's just kind of, she's all over the place. And 
all she's interested in is is creating a, a bigger name for herself in her community. I believe the 412 and Tim Thompson is, is using these people. He's kind of the puppet master. He's pulling the strings and he's running these people through the ringer. I mean, he's really using these people for his gains and it is really damaging them. And at times I do feel very bad for Jessica and what I believe it is doing to her uh, because it just seems like it's not a healthy place for her to be in. And, and we've seen the text, we talked about the text messages before, but the text message that she had with another person in the community, I mean, those were pretty horrific things to say and pretty horrific things to think. And, and it just, you know, it, it, it makes it look more, you know, for lack of a better word, like, um, scary and evil. It just, it, that's what you get when you start talking about these things and feeling about these things. And so I am very, I, that long ramble, which I was not succinct at all with Jeff, but that long ramble, <laughs> that long ramble was, was there because I am very proud of our city council for recognizing that and saying, we don't want this as a leader in the community. We don't want this as the person who's going to be kind of the, the representative right. of our city. And it makes me feel proud that we're getting back to some sort of normalcy here. We're getting back to some sort of, you know, make Temecula boring again. We are a, we are a sleepy city that has a lot of great things happening and we don't need to be known for this ridiculous nonsense that Jessica pulls on a, you know, at every single meeting. So I'm just proud of the city council for recognizing that and, and, and voting the way they did. Well, I think it's important. I mean, we say this as a joke all the time, so it must be exhausting to, to do the mental gymnastics it takes for some of the people to reach the conclusions that they reach. Right. It's like the, the, the conspiracy theories, the, uh, the misinformation that's out there and connecting all those dots to reach a point to where you can make, um, have a position on local policy that fits your overall narrative. Right. So I think that contributes mm-hmm. to part of it. Like you have to do a lot of work to get to that point. For instance, last night they were talking about flock cameras, adding more flock cameras to, uh, the police, um, giving them more access to cameras to track, track, you know, crime in the city. Now this is a person that ran with the, uh, support of Riverside County Sheriff's Association, Chad Bianco's endorsement, all these things. But here she is last night talking about individual freedoms and the freedoms and the freedoms that we all have. And this is, you know, we're going to become a police state and we're going to, she showed a video of, uh, I think it's the Chinese system, some sort of system of behavior that they mm-hmm. have uh, there and said, well, hey, it's a slippery slope. America is going to be, you know, grading you and putting cameras in your bedrooms and doing all this slippery slope, slippery slope thing, which is, we all know by now we're not, you know, we're not children. We're adults. And the first time we heard slippery slope, it was like, well, if we let gay people get married next thing, you know, people, it's a slippery slope. They'll be marrying their horse, yeah, you know, things like that. And, you know, and she, she basically said last night, even though the, the, you know, share, uh, captain, I think it's Dawson came up and spoke about how many, how beneficial this has been to helping solve crimes in this community. Um, you know, just started down that road, which is, it's, it's interesting to me that there are freedoms that we like to champion or certain people like to champion, but when it comes to removing people's freedoms, like the freedom to, to choose bodily autonomy or, you know, uh, uh, their own religion and that sort of thing. And then we don't want to have, we don't want people to have those freedoms. But in this case, because it fits a political narrative nationally or even regionally, if the local, uh, you know, GOP group decides that, that, that these cameras are bad for the community because they're going to be spying on your bedrooms and she has to adhere to that in order to hold on to their support. Yeah. You're going to be exhausted trying to keep up with what, which conspiracy theory and which dots do you have to connect in order to get to a point where you're going to tell local law enforcement that they shouldn't have more tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those, that debate, you know, is, is a lot more uh, nuanced than just saying slippery slope and hoping everybody agrees with you. Like that's, we demand, we <clears throat> should be demanding more of our local electeds 
um, than just screaming out into the void, hoping somebody gets scared by what they have to say uh, based on where they pulled it from. So, well, a slippery slope is, you know, I mean, do we want to deal in hypotheticals or do we want to deal in what's really happening, what's really going on? And that's the question that is a constant, you know, debate, honestly, and it shouldn't be a debate. It's the, well, I feel this way. Well, the facts are different. Well, but I feel this way and that's right. And it's like, okay, like there's no real, I had, I had a friend come up last night or yesterday and we had some lunch and he was talking to me and I was, he was talking to me about oddly enough curriculum, just kind of brought it up randomly in the schools. And I started telling him about all this stuff and he's, and he lives in San Diego and his mind is blown by all these people who just have these conspiracy theories, who have these feelings and there's just no way you can convince them other than, you know, there's, it's just, yes. People are eating babies and they're doing it in the, in the secret dungeon and the Statue of Liberty. And there is nothing that you can do to convince them that they're wrong. You can take them there and show them. It still doesn't matter. You didn't show them the right room. You didn't show them the secret room. Nothing you will ever do will, will convince them that their crazy, wacky idea is wrong. And it's a pride thing. And as you can see, you know, Jessica has a lot of pride in how she feels and how she believes and unfortunately, the things that she believes in are pretty, pretty crazy, wackadoo things. And like you right. said, most of the stuff that she is very, uh, you know, hardlined with is choice. It is <clears throat> body autonomy. It is who you can date and who you can love and who you can be with. I mean, let's not forget the drag queen stuff that happened, you know, what oh, last yeah. year, like where she tried to sue a group of people because they wanted to do a drag queen drag queen uh, show, uh, drag brunch. They, they couldn't do it. So she was going to sue them um, to, to keep them out, which what are you doing? Like, what, what are you doing? Like, so <clears throat> I've had, I mean, she talks about freedoms and, and yet she won't allow people to live freely. She just, no. she won't, if it doesn't agree with her political or her religious landscape and, and it, and I don't want to get so far into this conversation that we don't just stop right there and say, your religious or your political affiliation as you know, we should, I should almost have like a subtitle that says religious, your religious beliefs and your political beliefs do not belong in a nonpartisan seat. Yeah. I think we should have just a disclaimer in the middle of this conversation that said, these are nonpartisan positions. So no matter what your religious belief is or your part or your political partisan, that you're supposed to leave that at the door and she can't and won't do that and feels as though, by not saying, I'll, I'll give an example, they're very careful to say, like, well, my conservative values. Well, conservative values, when you're following a conservative game plan or conservative talking points that come from a specific party are the are talking points from that party. You can call it something else and not use the R word, but you're using the R word when you say conservative. So... Mm. You, you can even say, and I think that's how they mean it. I don't think that's the case for all people. I think you very well can be conservative and socially progressive, or you can be uh, conservative on, and because not everybody is the same thing, right? Like not everybody is the same. And yeah. I think that's the problem. I think that's the problem in our community right now is that they use these dog whistles and these um, slippery slope phrasing to appeal to those who are very tribal in their nature they're they're unwilling to say um i don't support jessica alexander on this item but i do support her on this item there are people that have a hard time with that and Mm. i think that's who she's appealing to um but i think in our community i think that's 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 worn out it's welcome um and i and i hope um, once we get to 2024, we can fill that seat with somebody who is much more qualified and understands the role better. It also baffles me that she wouldn't want the cameras to help when she was a former police officer herself. Right. Like it's, 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 it's but, but that conspiracy theory comes from the same line that Pizzagate came from. That's, that's yeah. the same trajectory, right? Like let's not, let's not separate those two things. These yeah. these things that China is monitoring us and the government is going to take over um, because we added eight more cameras to intersections throughout the city. Um, it's the same leap that you make for that other thing that I yeah. mentioned. So it's like uh, it, it's it's baffling to me. Um, 
And it's really sad that we have people in this community, especially elected people in this community that are willing to stand up there, look law enforcement and people in the face. And to their credit, the rest of the city council made very good points like, you know, um, about, you know, child abductions. This helps with child abductions and locating people that have have taken kids. And we're just going to ignore that because we want to have this idea of freedom. Mm -hmm. And then also support policies that strip freedom from people. It's just, it's an amazing amount of gymnastics that have to take place and it's politically charged point blank. That's all it is. And it's almost like the, the, you know, the, the connection they make is, well, if the government is telling me that I have to do it, then it's bad. But if the Bible is telling me I have to do it, then you have to do it too. <laughs> like, it's just like, what? And even, What's and even more, if the Bible's telling me to do it and I have, I have no problem with any religion or adherence no, to the Bible. No. Yeah. But if the Bible's telling me I have to, then I have to put it in the government, which is the exact thing that you were just complaining about. Like, got big government's bad, but all they seem to want to do is make more laws to govern people and oppress people that they don't agree with. And then they use the excuse of, well, it's in the Bible. And that's the mental hurdle I think that they make is that, well, if we're doing it on, we're doing it because the Bible preaches it, then it isn't government. Sure. We're using government to, you know, to make it a rule, but it's not government. It's, it's, it's from, you know, Jesus, it's from God. And again, I don't, you can believe whatever you want to believe. We've said that on this podcast several times when it, when your beliefs start to make other people's lives, uh, start to inflict rules on people's lives who don't believe what you believe that's when we get into this hairy situation and that's what the whole constitution and all that stuff is written for. So it's not allowed to do that. And uh, that's what we talk about when we talk about good governance. I mean, her trying to do, you know, make this a sanctuary city for, for, you know, to make abortions illegal in our city. You know, that is, again, you're taking away freedoms. You're taking that right away. I mean, just look at what happened in Texas this last week. These things are scary. They're, borderline handmaid's tale like we are getting to a point where the they are disguising these rules as well it's biblical and then you know you can tell them show me the bible verse and then they can't do it but they think it's biblical and they they will inflict that rule and it's fine if the government's doing that because it's it aligns with their beliefs but if if it doesn't align with their beliefs then the government is big and bad and nasty and they're trying to control you disclaimer Disclaimer, disclaimer. Sure. These are nonpartisan seats. Nonpartisan. These are non-politically partisan, and we have separation of church and state in this country. Whether you want to spin that around in a million different directions or not, those are the facts. That's the way this country's been governed for hundreds of years. And these, you're supposed to leave those at the door. If you can't do that, if you can't put your own personal beliefs aside while you serve the community you do not deserve that role and Mm. she has proven over and over and over again she cannot set her personal beliefs aside for the benefit of our community um so that's a that's that's a really good transition into uh tv usd i would think that's what i was gonna say was that's a nice segue into uh what danny had to say in some comments last night uh directed at schwartz about religion and it's just, and what I found to be most interesting about that is, is Danny's up there making a just horrible commentary about Stephen Schwartz um, and the things that he's accusing him of saying, which of course isn't backed up with any data or any proof. These are just things that he said, he heard, he said, and all the while banning flags, banning all these things while he's wearing a flag pin on his jacket. That's not the American flag and it's not the city of Temecula flag and it's not the state of California flag. The hypocrisy is like incredible. Um, That I think is the disappointing thing. I think the most, and this is what I'll say about the board meeting last night is you watch the behavior of elected officials that are again supposed to be servants of the community now i understand when you're criticized it's not easy when you're criticized for your policy or your behavior or 
the things that you think are important. It is not easy. It's not an easy thing to do to be in charge. It really isn't. Hmm. Um, it, it may feel as though, you know, people always want to be in charge of their own, their own destiny. But when you're criticized for it, you have to, you, there, it takes a certain type of person. And unfortunately with, we have in Gonzalez and, and Kamrowski are two very thin skinned, um, people who really do not want to be criticized on any level and feel that the power that they have obtained with an election, um, abs- you know, abstains from abstains them from criticism and using their board comments at the end of each meeting to air their grievances <laughs> on members of the community. Uh, what, what is that? Uh, the, the, the airing of grievances. Is that a Seinfeld thing? Uh, where, yeah. And that's what it is. Like yeah. we have board members that are up there not even talking about like, Hey, I went to this school and I sat in this classroom and I learned about this and I saw the great job that the kids are doing, or I went to this game or I, it, none of that. They're, they're standing yeah. up there attacking each other, attacking members of the community, uh, attacking all of these segments. And that is just not what this is. And I guess Dallas and I wanted, I know I'm railing on here a little bit, but no, this is literally why we decided to do the recall above and beyond the policies. If you watch 20 minutes, uh, I can send you 20 minutes of a, of a board meeting and you can go watch them on YouTube right now. And you just look at the behavior, listen to the way that people in leadership positions speak to each other and the community. It is disgusting. And it is not what I experience here in Temecula or in, you know, and everybody has different experiences, but for the most part, I think most people would be shocked and horrified by the manner in which these people govern. It's really authoritarian. It's almost borderline, you know, (laughs) wannabe fascists. It's, I don't even know how to describe it, but that is really the, the sentiment behind all of this. It's what makes us go. I mean, when I, you know, I watched Danny's comments last night and, and it's interesting because, you know, you, you talk about his attack on, on Schwartz and it's so weird because again, they, they rally on and Jen does this quite often. And I know, uh, Kamraski does this as well. They rally on about this. You're, you know, you call yourself a Christian or whatever, but, but the, they, they believe in Christian nationalism and, and if, and they, and he kept saying over and over again, you know, you've never given me a definition of what that means, you know? And it's like, well, you know what it means and you're just being, you know, ridiculous right now. Danny knows what he, what it means. And, and it's not that hard to figure out what people are talking about. When we talk about Christian nationalism, which we were just talking about it with Jessica, trying to inflict rules on society that are based on, uh, based on your religious beliefs. And to see the other people on that, you know, Schwartz and Barclay who, who are, who have faith, they are people of faith. It's just not the faith that this side agrees with. So therefore that those people aren't, you know, the right, they're not the right believers. And, and that argument gets, gets me really, really uh, upset and frustrated. And I'll be really honest on this podcast, Jeff, it's one of the hugest reasons why I walked away from the church. Uh, when I was 17 years old, I couldn't, I couldn't get past that argument constantly being made that you're not being the right Christian because you don't believe in this whole entire system of beliefs. And it's like, that to me gets really, really, uh, gets really, really, um, uh, in some sort of territory of, of authoritarian of this is how dictators are born. This is how these things happen. And and this is how people, you know, whether they mean to or not, can end up giving their entire life, money, everything away to a to a system of religious beliefs. And at the end of their life, like, what happened? To, what happened to everything? And it's all with. The, I mean, this happens quite a bit, and and that's what scares me when I watch these people. And one of the biggest reasons I got involved in the recall effort was seeing how they used the Bible and God and 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 Christianity as a weapon not as any kind of a foundation for how they believe. They use it as a weapon. And to me, that is just unbelievably incorrect. It's not what the Bible preaches or teaches. And and, and it made me very, very, it still makes me really upset uh, 
and to watch him last night go after, like in the same, we're talking about hypocrisy, in the same breath, name calling, cruelty, being mean, and then the next sentence, and I'm a man of faith who believes in God. No, you're not. Like you're not. I'm sorry. You're not. You're yeah. a man. You're a man who's an angry man who wears a giant cowboy hat for whatever reason, because you live in Temecula, I guess, and you're a rancher. What I have no idea why you have this giant cowboy hat on all the time now, but you do because you're a character. You're a character, and you're you're in the same breath being horrifically mean to other people, cruel and disgusting to other people. You, in your business, and you bring he brings up his businesses, which he has two lawsuits going because he won't pay employees. So he's not even a good steward of men, which is the hugest part, one of the hugest parts of being a believer in Christianity. Not even a good steward of man, not a good leader of men. Not you're not showing anybody God's work through you, which is the basis of the Bible. So you use all of this to bring down other people without even seeing how it makes you look. It makes you look like a makes you look like a horrible person. And you are not a man of faith. I am sorry. I grew up in the church. I studied the church and the Bible for 10 years after I left the church. And I can tell you emphatically, you are not a man of faith. You believe that you are because that's what you keep getting told every Sunday. And then you're using that faith and using that Christianity as a weapon to hurt other people. And it freaking pisses me off. Well, it's, it's, it's incredibly hard to watch and especially when in the context of this is a school board meeting, right? I, I think mm-hmm. that can't get lost in this. And, and again, uh, I'm going to make my statement. These are nonpartisan seats. Yeah. These are non, this is a government facility where we have separation of church and state. We can't lose sight of the fact that whatever somebody wants to call themselves or what do they want to base their policy making on, it cannot be based in either of those two things. Mm-mm. That is our problem. When you they, they can talk about all the things they want to talk about as far as the recall effort or the people that, that push back against some of this policy. Um, but what they cannot say is that it's religious based or that it's partisan. Now, we have people that show up and talk about the liberals, the liberals, the liberals are doing this. And anybody that's been in Temecula for any length of time, these board members are excluded from that. I think with the exception of Jen Wiersma, they will tell you that, that school boards and city councils here in this area tend to lean conservative almost a hundred percent for a long time. So this is not a conservative effort. This is not a conservative effort to take back school boards and take back cities. That was a made-up marketing phrase. City yes. councils in Temecula have forever been conservative. School boards in Temecula have forever been conservative because this area has been historically red. So saying that you were going to take it back from the people that you apparently align with is disingenuous. What you wanted to do was something that aligned more with a Christian nationalist, Seven Mountains Mandate, uh, Moms for Liberty brand of politics. And that's what it was. But aligning that with conservatives, I think, is disingenuous. And really, that's why we got the, the signatures that we got for this recall. We wouldn't have been able to get 5,274 signatures that's not even counting the ones we've thrown out. If we didn't have conservatives signing those papers and cons- conservatives sign those, that paperwork because they see that this is wrong, that they, they are not speaking for them while they mm-hmm. call themselves conservatives. They're not speaking for the true conservatives in Temecula. They're speaking for the extremist side of that, that has developed throughout this country over the last six years that's who they're speaking for. So they don't want to be lumped in with the people that are zealots and the people that are bigots and the people that are racist. They want to have their conservative values and have their school districts and their city councils run effectively and run to the best of their ability. They don't need cowboy hats and whooping and hollering and throwing red cards and throwing people out and people waving signs and, you know, calling people names and threatening them. 
um, <laughs> threatening school board members they don't agree with. They don't. They don't want this. We don't want yeah. this as a community. It does not belong in that platform. Well, and I mean, even you know, to to just touch on another thing, Danny said last night, and this has become a narrative now for the. There's an Instagram group called We the Parents of TVUSD or whatever it is. And there was somebody who just did a very fantastic deep dive into that account and into that group. And FYI, spoiler alert, they are not from Temecula. That Instagram account is not from Temecula. And I don't even know, nobody even know who's, who runs it. But the whole we the parents of dot, dot, dot is an Instagram account that has been made for every school district in Southern California, I believe, and even in Arizona and other parts of, of the country. So just FYI, again... This this account has started pushing this narrative that um, there was a restraining order placed against a person who spoke at a school board meeting just purely for quoting a Bible verse. That's all it was, Jeff. He was just quoting a Bible verse, carrying and that was so off- and carrying a knife again, and that was so offensive to Schwartz and Barclay, uh, the Bible verse to two religious people uh, that they had to get a restraining order against this man. What they failed to mention, and Danny failed to mention again, was the Bible verse they're quoting is a Bible verse about killing people who don't believe in God, essentially. I mean, I'm I'm paraphrasing. Lead lead kids astray. Yeah. But basically, if you lead kids astray, then you belong, then you should be put into a millstone, which is basically a giant rock and then thrown into the ocean. And then he said, you should learn to swim. Yep. You should, you should, you so should read this did, Bible verse, quotes the Bible verse and says, and you should learn to swim. They leave that part out because that part doesn't help their little narrative that it was just a simple Bible verse. Mm-hmm. But obviously it wasn't. It was a little Bible verse that says, you're leading kids astray and you should be murdered. So I'm going to tell you, learn how to swim. What would you, I mean, if somebody said that to you out on the street, what would you do? Ah, just a Bible verse. And you keep walking? No, that's not what you would do. Well, Especially if they're armed with a knife. I think that's the misconception, right? I think when, if you go and watch any school board meeting, it's like that people can say these things out loud, like they're saying it online, right? Yeah. What would you say to somebody? If somebody were to say that to me in, in public, there, we would have a problem, right? I would, yes. I would consider that a threat. Um, what I would do about that threat is up to the individual that would, that would handle it. And obviously I think as a, somebody like Allison Barclay or Stephen Schwartz, when it's not the first time you've heard him use that phrase in regard to uh, somebody in, within the school district, he also used that phrase in a comment about Edgar Diaz, the TBEA mm-hmm. president. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's not spouting love. He's yeah. not spouting accept- acceptance. He's spouting retribution, revenge, uh, punishment, for these school board members because they don't align with his beliefs. Mm. I, I'm not one to judge anybody's version or level of Christianity or any religion. Um, I am not religious. I'm agnostic and I believe in humans, but I think from just so coming at it from that standpoint, I believe in human beings. What he said was offensive and hurtful and threatening period. Mm. If you just look at like that, just what was inferred, that's what it is. And obviously, a judge feels as though that's worthy of a temporary restraining order. Now, I will also say the other the other thing that was brought up this week is that somebody put his address online or nobody did that. You can go look at the one Temecula Valley Pack pages. You can go look at all of our communications. We don't do that. That's not what we do. That's not us. Now, we, that 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 page you talked about last week did the exact same thing that they were complaining about to, uh, um, I, I think it was that parent, David Maddox, um, people in our community, um, and our our people, and they tried to you know out people. I've been called all sorts of names. I've been called, mm-hmm. I've been threatened with all sorts of things. But as a human, it's disappointing, and I think we have to look at this these school boards as people or humans governing humans. And if we start looking at it that way, we have a better chance going forward. Well, and some other news too quickly before we have to wrap here, you know, Kamarowski 
you know, I did, I did want to touch on this and I, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I'm fighting a cold as is everyone in America right now. Um, it was interesting to me that Kamrowski and I guess whoever else, but I would just say it was him put on the agenda for the meeting that they wanted $35,000 for a new dais, basically. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and if you don't know what a dais is, <clears throat> pardon me. It's basically where they sit at a giant desk that they sit at. And that's where, you know, they face you, you face them and they speak and they do their, they have their papers in front of them. It's a giant desk. Well, they wanted $35,000 for one that was bigger and more showier elevated. and more elevated, higher. Um, and if you can't get what that means right off the bat, then I, then you must be a, a you must be a huge supporter of this group because all of this means they want to be the showcase. They want to be the show. He wants to, you know, Kamarowski wants to be, you are focusing on him. You are listening to him. It is very clear that he is an authority over you and your kids, and you can't do anything to stop him. We've joked, you know, we've kind of given the nickname King Kamrowski because that's how he acts. Well, this is clearly a move to just reinforce that. He wants a throne. He wants his own throne, and he wants... Uh, and I wouldn't even put it past him that somehow he would make two seats higher than the other two. So him and his cronies could be higher than the two people that he doesn't believe with, the same with. I mean, this is a clear act of just egomaniac at work who can't get the respect that he wants because he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know how to do it. So since nobody's just listening to him every single time he talks and doing everything he says, then he's going to make himself higher up in the room. I mean, it sounds like a children's story. Well, I mean, you know, he, like, he, listen, he patted himself on the back last week with the last meeting. These are the things I've done. You know, yeah. people that people that know, you don't have to tell them about your accomplishments or the campaign promises that you've you've kept. You just they already know. They already like, know this part. And it, uh, I'll tell you what is the most concerning part: that room that they hold the city council meetings in right now. 99% of the time is for teacher training, staff training, classified training. Most of the time, it's not for the school board. It is not a dedicated school board room. So you're talking about a dais that would have to be, may or may not be able to be even be removed, being mm -hmm. put there for his personal want. And yeah. this is where we're at again. And this is, we're here well, once again. He he wants it, so he, so he gets it. No different than the sixty-five grand that he also wanted to spend on the five G readers notification system on a one bid contract for sixty-five grand coming out of New Jersey that he just put on the agenda, um, and it's no different than that he he pulled that. So he took a hundred thousand dollars that he was going to spend not on students on the dais. And on him proving his 5G theories correct, hopefully for him. Yeah, hopefully. So he pulled that off because he realized that was a bad that was a bad look considering they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on legal stuff already. So the fiscal irresponsibility is just off the charts. And I don't even know where to begin. But then there well, was the, the issue of um, them wanting to do the book ban part of the governance handbook where they added in where they are able to now ban books. And what's wrong with that is there is a committee that was put forth and formed in order to work on this particular subject. And because there's, we, we assume and we hear there's going to be a change on the board uh, as far as um, the votes that they'll have. He just tried to jam it all into this meeting. Yeah. And, you, there's no part in that that even looks remotely close to good governance, um, and it's it's abusive, it's authoritarian, and it just doesn't belong here. Well, and he put those things on the agenda. I mean, they were very clearly up there. There was screenshots and proof, so people can't make it up that we made it up. But what happened was, <clears throat> you know, I mean, this is what we've heard. Who knows if it's true or not? But he pulled those off of the agenda. And if you were to go on any of the Facebook groups for Temecula or whatever, people were losing their minds. I mean, people were like, wait a minute, what, why are we spending money on this? That money could go like literally people who are just, we could get a new 
required teacher. We could get new books. We could, like, it's like, why are we spending the money on that? Like, and it is that thing where he's getting to the point where he, no one is bowing down to him. He doesn't know why. So he's going to keep doing these things to try to get more and more respect and at every turn, all he's doing is damaging himself and showing his hand. He's showing who he truly is, which is an egomaniac. And he has, a, you know, like you said, thin skin, terrible temper, doesn't know what he's doing, doesn't know how to be a board president, doesn't know how to be a board member. And he's caving in on himself and feeling pressure from now the voters who voted at him because you can't see. There's not one person that I saw in any anywhere that was like, oh, no, this is a good idea. We should spend money on this stuff. Not one person. So it's like even people who are like, I saw a comment from somebody saying, I'm a, uh, I'm an EM, EMF, you know, uh, I, I study EMF waves, blah, blah, blah. And, and even I think this is ridiculous. This isn't a real thing. Like, you know, there are people who are like, this is, we're getting into crazy town and we're wasting money. And they, you know, Danny talked about all the campaign promises they follow through with. Not one of the promises, not one of the things that they have done and continue to do is for your kids' education There's or nothing, for your kids. Nothing tangible. Not, not one not a single thing. Thing. Building a dais higher so you can be, you know, the king of the court doesn't help your kids. EMF regulators or whatever it is, not going to help your kids because it's made up. Banning CRT is made up. It's not going to, none of this stuff helps your kids. The only really meaningful thing that they've tried to push through consistently, uh, now two things, I guess, with this book banning thing, that they're only going to hurt your kids. Banning books and the whole, you know, your kid parental notification thing that is anti-constitutional and there's, there's lawsuits now being filed for that. That's the two things that they've done. Something that is against the Constitution and then also taking away books, trying to take away as many books as they can from your kids that have information in them that they disagree with. So if, I mean, to me, it's like they keep pushing harder down this road that they are now committed to following. And at every stop along the road, people are getting out of the, getting out of the bus. They're like, wait a minute, this is, this isn't what I thought. This is weird. This is weird. (laughs) Cause it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it is. Unsafe. And I'll say it's insane. It's borderline insane. Well, it's just, it's not. And at the end of the day, where we stand on this as a pack and, and a lot of this is, you know, you and I just having a conversation back and forth, but where we stand as a pack is this is bad governance. Yep. Just end of the day. This is not, you know, we've, we've, we've gone through a superintendent that was qualified, an assistant superintendent that was qualified, hired another superintendent. Um, we have now one that we've acquired signatures for to be put on, on a recall that will completely change the face of the school board. And hopefully, you know, we'll have some candidates that step up that want to be appointed to the position that will help, help us get back on track. Um, But unfortunately um, in the meantime, we're just going to have vindictiveness, um, revenge and punishment for people that don't adhere to their religious or political ideologies. Um, That's, they're committed to that. And it's sad for the community because it just, you, we're not seeing the tangible effects of that right now, but we will. And it's yeah. coming. And it, it, whether it's, whether it's a decision made by a highly qualified teacher on whether to teach here or not, and it's just one, and then it becomes five, and then it becomes 10. And over the next 10 years, we're not able to recruit and bring in people that are highly qualified teachers because. He wanted a $35,000 dais or a $65,000 EMF reader and wanted to attack kids for being for uh, protesting against them. If 10 qualified teachers don't come here because of that, I think that's more damaging than anything that me personally, oh, that's man. what affects. It's like, you know, if you're making hamburgers and uh, you're serving the best quality meat and then you decide, well, Never mind. We're going to sell this crappy meat and make more of a more of a profit. Over time, you're going to lose customers, and we're right. going to lose credibility as a district because of the 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 noise, the actions, the vitriol that this board has brought to Temecula that was unnecessary, un- completely unnecessary, completely unnecessary. 
and as Jeff mentioned, you don't believe us? You listen to this for the first time? Go watch. Just go watch the meeting. Go watch the meetings and, and see what happens. And, you know, there are so much lies that are spewed from that side that are easily proven wrong. Just with the swift Google, it, it, it's pretty ridiculous and it's pretty sad. And I should I should say one more thing, Dallas. I'm sorry. No, no. Um, right. now that has been the big deal with all this. We got somewhere in the range of 5,200 to 5,500 signatures for this. The other side is now their, their, their argument for this is, since they didn't really have an argument to begin with, well, we lied and we cheated and that's how it happened. That's, I'm not even offended by that because you just, that's, that's typical for this, for these type of people that if things don't go your way, you're going to assume the other side cheated. That's it. When yep. they win their elected seats, not a question about the validity of the vote. Nobody questioned whether Komorowski received enough votes to fill that seat. But if we got 5,200 signatures, it's all a fraud. And that's, yeah. that's just not, I mean, America is waking up to this, this crap. And I think it's really frustrating for us. And I know for the, for the hundreds of people that really worked their butt off to get this done, it is really insulting as a human being to hear these people who have no argument tell you that, well, the only reason you did it is because you cheated. And that's just sad. That's not who we are as Americans. Suck it up. Like be a man, take your, take your L's where you take where, where, where they come to you and improve, but don't do not take what the efforts of people in this community and insult them by calling them liars in order to get this done. And and that's that's just, it's offensive, it's childish, and it's well, weak. And if we were cheating, those signatures would have been handed in in week two of this effort. <laughs> I mean, if we were cheating and really, you know, it's like the, these things are so easily proven wrong and broken down. And we have gone at length that it's an impossible thing to cheat. It goes through, you know, like you said, they they don't have any ability to throw real facts. So all they do is throw lies and uh, misrepresent what things are happening, disinformation. That's the only thing in their playbook. Yeah. And, and they're insulting know. to the people. Like I mean, the people that they're lying to, they're telling these lies yeah. to, they're assuming that you're not going to check, that you're yeah. stupid enough to just believe them. And, and I, we do, we challenge people. We want to challenge people like, you can hear some of these things about me or anybody else in this organization. Do your research. Give me a call. Send me an email. Do mm-hmm. anything. Because they're assuming you're not going to. They're assuming you're not smart enough to figure it out, that they're lying. Well, and I mean, we've, you know, <clears throat> we've gotten some comments on this podcast. And every time a comment is never about anything we've said, it's always about, well, what about this? And you're like, well, what about what, man? Like, yeah. that's not what we're talking about, you know? Like, we're talking about peanut butter and they're like, well, yeah, what about jelly? Like, I don't give a shit about jelly. <laughs> like yeah. they don't have anything to, to, to base any of this on. So they're just throwing out this whole outside agitators, outside groups, everything's no one's from Temecula. It's like, again, none of these people won in landslides, their elections. It wasn't some great, huge win for any of them. Uh, the people of this community, like you said, are conservative for the most part. There's more conservatives here than not. And that's fine. But that, but by saying they are conservative, as you mentioned, that doesn't mean that there are these far, far right, you know, they're eating babies, people, yeah. you know, QAnon, MAGA people. There are people who just want to live life and have a good life and they don't need all of this outside nonsense. And there are a lot more of those people than Kamraski and his crew think there are. And that is what we're seeing now. We're seeing that happen and they don't know how to process it again, just like everything else. They don't know how to process being wrong. They don't know how to process not being able to do something correctly. And so the only fight they have is to lie and yell and name call and kick people out of meetings and take away your rights. That's all they can do. And it's unfortunate because we've had so many people on this podcast who went and pounded the pavement, walked to the doors, took this. I mean, every community event I was at for the last few weeks where people were there, hey, did you sign the recall? You signed the recall? very nice just hanging out talking to folks they're out there putting their face out there they're doing the work i mean do you know i don't know how much hate they had to take in just to get this thing done right, and talk yeah. to the concerned citizens 
but they're out there putting their faces out there doing this. Meanwhile, Kamarowski and his crew are standing there, you know, laughing, posing in front of you know, illegally going on people's property and pro- posing in front of recall signs, laughing for pictures. It's like, well, guess what? Chuckles. Guess what happened? Yeah. I mean, that's what happens. You know, you want to make fun of this and make it light. Well, that's what's going to happen because you have nothing on your side to base it on. So hundred percent agree with you. It's an insult to the community and it's an insult to Temecula. And I mean, this is just getting started. The amount of people who this is on their radar now far exceeds what it was when we started this effort and it's only going to keep growing. So yeah, keep posing, keep posing in front of signs and see what happens. Well, you have to, you have to understand this is a very simple way of breaking this down. They ran on the idea that they were going to assume power. Okay. Mm -hmm. Power is a very serious thing. They ran saying, we need to take back the public square. We need to grab this power. We ran a recall to remove that power from people. We are not trying to grab power. We are not, we're not running a candidate in their place yet. We will likely support candidates or appointees once that time comes. But we're not doing this as a power grab. We gain nothing from this. We lose a school board member. So Mm. where is the power? The power is eliminated by the recall. The power grab is eliminated by the recall. And we get to pack to people that want to serve the community, not control the community, serve it. And that's what local governance is. And if we can't, we can't at least agree on that, then we're going to have a tough time as a society. But that's why one Temecula Valley Pack is here. That's what we're doing. That's why we're doing this. Exactly. All right. Well, that's a good place to end it. Want more information about the recall effort? Uh, go to recallall3.com or .org. You can also find us on Instagram, one Temecula Valley Pack, and Recall All Three. Both of those have their own Instagram pages, <clears throat> also Facebook group, other it's everywhere. So if you want to get more information, it's out there. The information is there. If you want to watch these meetings for yourself, those are also public. You could watch them, make your own opinion. Uh, and yeah, thank you for listening. Really appreciate uh, the support that everyone is throwing out for this effort. And um, it's just great. It's great to see democracy at work and it's great to see a community come together to make the community better. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Dallas. Get better. Hope thank you. Go. you. Someday. Next year. We call off.